Hello, and welcome to another episode of Ran. We booked it. Today, I almost said this year, today <laughs> we will be doing a look back on the year of 2022. We'll be talking about our book goals that we set at the beginning of the year, how we did with those, and uh, just talking about how the year went in general in regards to reading and the podcast. So, yeah. yay! <laughs> uh, before we get started, it's the end of the year coming up on the new year, which means new book goals get made, a bunch of fun stuff happens on the story. So, if you want to see what the heck I end up doing with that, go check out our Instagram at WeBookedIt for updates on the podcast there. Yeah. So, we're going to be going over our individual reading goals first. Yes. So, would you like to start start us off, Morgan? Okay, I'll start. I had six. I had finish Dawn of Legends, read the Demon Tide, reread Witchland series, read some TBR books, reread Dark Artifices, and read Storm of Echoes. And I think I finished all of those. Uh, the read some TBR books was my broadest kind of goal. Um, and I kind of cheated, you see, because all the books that I was, like, rereading and, like, reading on the list already were TBR books. So, I like to think that, you know, I did get some TBR books done. Those were all books that I had been on my TBR for quite a while as well, that I was just like, I need to get it done. And this actually made me do it. So, I think I've achieved all my, all my goals. Um, and... I've got mine. <laughs> I've got my next ones lined up, and <laughs> they're gonna kind of be in the same vein of like, they're books that have been on my TBR that need to not be on my TBR anymore. But I'm gonna get them yeah. done, and then it will be like a weight lifted off my shoulders. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you? Uh, yes. So I had. Uh, four, and then I had a couple books that I was looking forward to that I wanted to read. So I had read 52 books, finish The Wise Man's Fear. <laughs> when you finished that, um, that was great. Yeah, that was very satisfying. <laughs> um, I also had uh, two more general goals, so read outside my comfort zone, and then I wanted to also read some of the books on my TBR, like books that had that that mostly books that I'd bought and physically owned but never actually read. <laughs> yeah, that that'll do it, won't it? Like you kind of spent money. Yeah, exactly. So I more than crushed my reading fifty-two books. I read seventy-seven books so far. Unbelievable. This year. Um. I, I'm going for 78 because I'm finally rereading the Dark Artifices Woo! trilogy. So I started Lady Midnight. I'm halfway through. Yeah, so maybe I'll get 78. I don't know. <laughs> I believe in you. <laughs> Thank you. Um, and then I did finish The Wise Man's Fear. Took forever, but I did it. <laughs> How many years did it take, Rose? Uh, like two or three. <laughs> Too long. Good pace, though. Good pace. Yeah, good, good pace. 
I think it's a thousand pages. So. Yeah. Um, I've read books that get close to it, but not not a thousand. Yeah. So. Yeah, and then I'll never know what the third book is. <laughs> Will he ever publish it? Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's so unfortunate. Like, yeah. oh yeah, here's this book that I I never finished the series, but I made you read a thousand pages. Yeah, and I knew I knew what I was doing when I was reading it because, like. This it the wise man's fear has been out for a while, um, and I knew that I probably would never get <laughs> to finish the trilogy. But at that point, I was like, I started it. I want to finish it. <laughs> the sunk cost fallacy be hitting hard. Yes, <laughs> that's exactly it. <laughs> Uh, and then also I feel like I read outside my comfort zone I read books uh, that I wouldn't have picked up so other people picked out for me um, and that was a good experience and I also feel like I did read what was on my TBR list I, there's still more to go but I did a good job <laughs> there's always more to go on the TBR Always. <laughs> I know one goal that I hope to have in the near future is like to just have one book on my TBR. Because to have no oh. books means there's nothing left. But right, to have yeah. more than one feels like I'm falling behind. Yeah. So. I like that. Yeah. That's not one for next year, though. Uh, that's not happening. I have too <laughs> many other things to be dealing with to be worrying about that. It's always a constant goal in the back of my mind, but it's not official yet. Yeah, understandable. <laughs> as long as Barnes and Nobles and Birdie Books exist too close to me, <laughs> I will be struggling. But anyway. I digress. I digress. <laughs> Alright. So did we want to swing into how the podcast did this year? Yes, tell me how the podcast did, because I can't log into the account. <laughs> Oops. Alright. Uh, so, the total number of plays, so people have played any episode of our podcast, we've had 1,011 plays. So, people have listened to us over a thousand times. <laughs> Which is That's just... Mind-boggling. Um, and I, we've been doing this for, like, over a year. <laughs> like, so it makes sense, but at the same time, it's like... A thousand times someone has chosen to sit down and listen to us. So, that is really cool. Our most played episode of the year was actually the Q&A that came out at like I think it was the end of January <laughs> I guess people really like that episode cool <laughs> and then we had some runner up episodes like let's discuss the book quotes that stuck with us mm -hmm. and I think another one was let's discuss the love hypothesis 
Oh, of course that one's up there with yeah. that popularity. Yeah. Um, we also created 1,347 minutes of new content. Whoa. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? How do we do that? <laughs> Time. How? Let's see. That is equivalent to just shy of 22 and a half hours. Whoa! Oh my gosh. <laughs> it, we, that's, that's nearly a whole day of new right. content. Goodness. Across the span of a year. <laughs> when you that when is... you write it when you put it down like that though, that makes me feel a little better. Because <laughs> it's like, okay, it's not that much. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like nearly a day, but over a year, like you know. It's not too bad. Yep. Just goes to show that <laughs> if you do a little bit over a long period of time, it can add up. <laughs> yeah. That mean that means we've lost one day of our entire year to the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I guess that's one way of putting it. <laughs> you've probably lost more though, because you're doing the editing. Yeah. I won't lie, there are some days uh I just don't put my all in it. <laughs> and I say this as it is, it's good enough. <laughs> I'm over here uh, like, what What are some topics? <laughs> yeah. We work together well. Yeah. So, it, it works out. Mm-hmm. Um, we've also been heard in five countries. Our Ooh. top three were the U- United States, Saudi Arabia, and Sweden. Huh. I wouldn't have guessed that. I would have guessed Brazil. Because yeah. doesn't your, fr- your friend yeah. listen? Yeah. She's in middle oh. school, so, like, I don't know how much she know. listens, but she did say, like, sometimes when she drives back from school, she'll put the podcast on, and it's like, oh, I get to hear Morgan. I was like, Aww. don't say that to me, Larissa. That's sweet. <laughs> That's so sweet. <laughs> That's really nice. <laughs> I know. It's crazy, though, to think, like, people listen to us. Yeah. And it's... I've... See, I've only known, like, people I know. Like, I know. So, like, my mom listens. My boyfriend listens. A couple of my friends and professors have said they've listened to the podcast. So, like, the fact that... (laughs) There is the potential of people I don't know have listened to this is like it's really cool (laughs) to think that someone found us and was like yeah i'll give this a shot (laughs) that's crazy it is man i can't i'm having i'm having a struggle wrapping my head around that that's crazy to me (laughs) But I guess with that being said, thank you for listening. Yeah. Thank you to everyone. Friends, family, strangers. Yeah. All the people who have sat down with us 
over the past, uh, <laughs> I guess, 22 and a half hours. <laughs> yeah. Just decided, let's uh, see what these two have to think. Yeah. Turns into rambling. We think a lot, so <laughs> it makes for good content, right? We're overthinkers. <laughs> Oops. So, yeah. yeah. It happens. All right, Crazy. but we also have some fun stuff. We have some fun facts. I'm so that excited we for wanted these. wanted to share. Yes. Uh, you can start us off with the first one. <laughs> The first fun fact is that I, Nichols, finally got Rose to read The Black Witch, and she's into it now, and I'm so happy. (laughs) And technically, you got me to reread the Dark Artifices trilogy, so... True, but I think you you were into Cassandra Clare. I'm not taking... That's Cassandra Clare's work. Uh, She can take the credit. Okay. (laughs) I just told you that Cassandra Clare does something with some characters that you would want to see. And I... It motivated me. (laughs) There you go. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, and another fun fact is I got Nichols to read the love hypothesis. She did. <laughs> and we made a whole episode about it where we just true. talked about our thoughts on it. Yeah. And apparently that was a really popular one that people liked listening to this year. Yeah. So that's really cool. She did it, too. Rose accomplished this through a plot points out of context. And that's why I will forever believe that Rose is, like, the best at the plot points out of context. Because she got me to read a contemporary romance off of just out of context plot points. Yep. (laughs) Gonna pat myself on the back for that one. You deserve to. Like, good job. (laughs) (sighs) A fun fact for just like podcasts in general is we have been able, both of us have been able to read three books or a short story um, from different authors. Like they they offered. And that's crazy. Yeah. I, when we started the podcast, I never would have thought that it would open up that as like a potential opportunity for for authors to reach out to us and ask us to read their work and review it like i never i never thought that we would have an opportunity like that so that is just so cool to me that not not once not twice but three authors three different authors reached out to us yeah, I'm with you. Like, it's it's crazy. I think I'm really grateful for it simply because I've gotten to read things I wouldn't have seen or read otherwise. Yeah. So, thank you to the authors who got me out of my comfort zone, even though that wasn't one of my goals like it was for Rose. Yeah. Need some water. <sighs> oh, water break? Cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. Okay. This other point is also yours. Yes, I'm excited. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I've never explicitly told the podcast, but I have told the Rose before, how it just seems an unfortunate event that constantly occurs to me 
where I pick up a book thinking it will be a standalone and I will get a nice little standalone story to read and be done with at the end of the day and you know no need to like adventure out more um but instead it's it's a series and I have severely misjudged and now I'm stuck in it um and that's <laughs> happened a few times this year so let's go over all the books I've picked up hoping for a nice little standalone time to, you know, recuperate from my other series and just not gotten that because no one cares what I think. <laughs> or maybe I'm just bad at judging, but <laughs> it's the second one. But the first one being Strike the Zither by Joan He. Did not expect the series. I was wrong. Crown of Bones by A.K. Wilder. I'm getting the second book by the end of the... But this week? Yeah, I should be getting it by the end of this week. Didn't expect that to be a series. I, I also, like, I would like to say, like, it's fun to get closer and closer to the end of the book and realize, like, this little realization of, like, this isn't gonna get resolved. Yeah. <laughs> this, this isn't gonna happen. Um, From the Mouths of Sirens by Abigail Hare. Uh, Daughter of the Moon Goddess by Sutan Lin. The Second Guard by J.D. Vaughn, which has been a series for years because these books came out like 2016, 2017. I just didn't know there was a second one. And Happy State by Samantha Fitzgibbons. So that's uh, one, two, yeah. three, four, five. That's six books that have taken me unaware. <laughs> I have been taken by surprise and now I must finish what has been started. But alas, these people, most of them... uh need to get the book out so I can read it. Because if you're going to start a series, please spare me the weight as much as you can. <laughs> yeah. It's it's so uncanny that it happened so many times. <laughs> yeah. Thankfully, this year, actually, another thing that I tend to do that actually I stopped a while ago because it happened too often is I would pick up the second book in the series and not the first, and then I have to go back uh, to the bookstore to get the first. Um, so that used to be something that happened a lot, but now I'm very thorough with checking to make sure there's not another. So now this happens instead. Yeah. <laughs> if it's not one, it's the other, I guess. Yeah. I'm, I'll take this one over buying the second book by accident. Yeah, for sure. Because then you're just confused. Yeah. And you've got a fun fact? I would like to know your fun fact. I do have a fun fact. Tell me. Uh, so I already, already talked about how I read 77 books this year, which <laughs> is a point of pride for me. <laughs> As it should be. Um, it just, it's nice that I've, I've prioritized that and I still manage to read even though I am so busy all the time. <laughs> It's true. With graduate school. Um, and the number of pages that correlated to, I thought this was very interesting, was 26,118 pages. So, that's a lot of paper. Yeah. <laughs> How many trees did you kill? No, trees. <laughs> well, to be fair, I list I mostly listened. Okay, fair. And to think 
that like one twenty sixth of that was the wise man's fear. Oh, so <laughs> that's gonna live in your head for the rest of your oh, life. Yeah, that's the Insane. kind of dumb fact my brain would go. Remember that? And I'd be like, why? 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 I do, but why? <laughs> <laughs> All right. And we also wanted to kind of rank, do some rankings here yes. of, let's see, our favorite books of the year, our least favorite or worst books of the year, and favorite characters. So yes. what would you like to start with? I think we should start with worst books of the year, so that way we okay. end on the best okay. news, which would be favorite books of the year. Let's do it. So, would you like to go first? Uh, sure. So mine is, it's two, <laughs> but it's part of the same trilogy by this author. So um, two-thirds of this trilogy weren't good? Yeah, it was the Ooh. last, the later two books. Oh. Um, China Rich Girlfriend and Rich People Problems, which, like, they weren't bad, but I was like... And I enjoyed some of the subplots or, like, mini-stories that were going on throughout these books. But they just... It wasn't great, and I don't think it warranted an entire trilogy. <laughs> so, uh, and that's by... Did I say it was by Kevin Kwan? I forget. <laughs> you just did now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, and the first book is uh, Crazy Rich Asians, which I thought was good. Um, I thought it was a good movie, good book. It just, the trilogy didn't need those other two books, so. We've experienced yeah. that before, though. Yeah. Yes, yes, we have. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm talking about. I do. <laughs> <sighs> good old The Fifth Wave. Fifth Wave. Uh, it's, that's our running joke, The Fifth yeah. Wave. I had to bring it back. I did. I mean, the end of the year, we gotta recap this stuff. Yeah. Uh, All right. My... And what was, what was yeah. your worst book of the year? <laughs> my worst book of the year was Pendragon, The Lost City of Far by DJ McHale. So if you don't know, I spent like four months reading nothing but the Pendragon series, which is ten book series. So I was reading that like nonstop back to back. The first book, great. All the other books, great. That second book, This Lost City of Far, not great. For one sole reason, and it's a character. Oh. And as much as this character does grow up and get better, um, the character starts out as basically like being described. Like There's a whole section of the book where the main character, Bobby, is talking about how like this dude is so cool, you know, like... All this stuff. He's just great. And, like, at first I was like, okay, this dude's cool. And then it got to the point where I'm like, um, you are talking an awful lot and hyping this one character up an awful lot. Like, I don't trust it anymore. He sounds too perfect. Um, and then the character's dad dies, and so he gets all moody about it. <laughs> and, <laughs> um, becomes, like, inconsolable, uh... And, you know, just is dumb. 
You know, he's just dumb, and he endangers someone and gets them killed. Someone important to the story. Um, I'm really trying to remember his name. <laughs> I feel that. I really feel that. <laughs> yeah, but... <clears throat> Give me... <laughs> yeah. Do, 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 do. Take your time. <laughs> I don't know if you can hear me typing extra loud. Probably. I can hear you typing. <laughs> Great. Characters. <laughs> Please, what's his name? He's a really important character. What's his name? We're going to the wiki. To the wiki we go. To the wiki. Vo! His name is Spader. Spader. Spader becomes a good dude, but he just for a hot second, needs a time out, and they don't give him one, and I, <laughs> I don't put up with that. So I was just like, when does he get sidelined? Because it needed to happen. He was a problem child. Um, I mean, his dad died, but like, don't get other people killed. Right. So that book just did not, it was, it was a no. All because of one character, who becomes better, funnily enough. <laughs> and now we move on to favorite characters, which is always great. So tell me, Rose, about the characters this year that you hold in your heart. Alright. I... I love so many. But these, these were the ones that, like, really stuck out in my mind. Bree Matthews from Legendborn. And she's she's sucked into this magical world out of the blue in this book. And she just kicks butt. <laughs> Heck yeah. Yeah. She's going through some difficult things. Just starting... I think it's just starting college. And... Oof. Not a good time to be going through problems. No. And then... <clears throat> Excuse me. She just is so cool and will call people out if they say something racist or sexist. And I just, I found her really enjoyable to read. And I know the second book and this came out this year. So I'm hoping to get my hands on that soon. <laughs> <clears throat> Should I talk about another one? Just go through all of it? Yeah, I think just go through them. Alright. Um, Alex, Claremont, Diaz, and Prince Henry from Red, White, and Royal Blue. And so one of them is like the, the president's son and then obviously the prince. And <laughs> at first they hate each other, so it's, it's a classic enemies to lovers trope. <laughs> Heck yeah. But I love them and I love how they are together and it's they're just so cute. <laughs> and then Millie Price from When You Get the Chance. So she's like an uh, up and coming senior in high school. I don't know why my nose is being all weird. <clears throat> she's an up and coming senior in high school. And 
her dream is to just be on Broadway. She loves she loves singing and acting and dancing and just is so bubbly and charismatic and outgoing, like all these things that I'm I'm not. <laughs> Which is fine. You know, it's fine. Um, so it was it was cool to see like how someone who is so into performing and how they love that um, and have a different personality from my own. Um, she kind of just stuck with me and I, I like how she just, she goes, she knows what she wants and she goes for it, which I can relate to, so. <laughs> That's nice. Just one of those characters that make me, makes you happy. She sounds like a comfort character. Yeah, for sure. That's so nice. I feel like uh, how you like Alec Claremont Diaz and Prince Henry, I feel like I can relate with Alec and Magnus. Yeah. Who, uh, <laughs> from just any series by Cassandra Clare. Because uh, I've finally been getting into the Mortal Instruments. and uh, But I've read the Dark Artifices uh, and all the others, but like Alec and Magnus aren't in those ones. Really. Um, so like, I'm I've, I know of Magnus and Alec, but, like, now I'm actually reading about Magnus and Alec, and oh my gosh. <laughs> they are so cute. Because I feel like they kind of start off like Alec doesn't like Magnus because Alec is closeted. But Magnus <laughs> is straight yeah. off the bat like, call me. <laughs> and it's just like, <laughs> He's oh like, my gosh. You're cute. <laughs> it's adorable. And then you read um, the Bane Chronicles, and you read about their first date, and you read about how, like, some at some point after that, like, it's for Alex's birthday, and it's like, what to get a shadow hunter uh, who already has everything, and who you're not officially dating, and oh my gosh. I don't know how I could love them more. Like, they're number two, my favorite couple, by Cassandra Clare. Um, I adore them. My next favorite character is Lore from the Pendragon series. Um, I love her so much. Nothing will ever stop me from loving Lore, who is uh, kick butt, ask questions later, and then be told that she probably needs to think a little bit more, but that's your job, not hers. <laughs> She's so great. Like, literally, there's a point where, like, the main character, Bobby, is like, you know, at least if I die, they have you, Lore. You're far more capable. And I'm like, she really just is like that a little bit but more. Um, but we, so, just love Lore. Um, like, I think that's something you could tell as a character. Like, her character development was, like, always, like, Bobby could always rely on her. So, like, that just made me love her more. Because it's like, oh, you know. We, there's always someone to fall back on. Thankfully, it's Lore. She knows what the heck she's right. doing. Uh, I want to talk about Misha from These Twisted Bonds. Um, a book that took a bit for me to, like... Like, it's one of those books where I read it and I looked back and I kind of had to look a bit more closely for the things that I liked or just, like, for settling for the plot. Like, the thing, like I didn't like it, but I can understand why they did things. But Misha is my comic relief. I loved Misha. I love Misha. He is amazing. He was just there to just state the obvious 
and be sassy. And I loved him for it. I love him for it. Like, he really, like, when the love triangle comes back in, Misha's there to just be, and she's like, no, I hate them and they hate me. Misha's there to sit there and be like, are you blind? I don't see, no, you're blind. <laughs> and I just, I love him for it. And whenever I look back on that book, I'm always going to think of Misha. Because Misha was great. Misha saved that book for me. And then my final care. I know. Right? And also, he didn't try to get with the main character either. So <laughs> he was just a funny, sassy best friend. Everyone needs that. But my I final, agree. my final two characters have one of the greatest friendships I've read all year. Truly. And it's Miyuko and Geiki from A Thousand Steps Into Night. The friendship that this girl slash becoming demon girl, death woman, has with like this monkey, no, this bird spirit, phenomenal. There's a point in this book where she's going into like the, the spirit realm or wherever, I forget what it's called, to search for the real prince's soul so she can put him back in his body. And so for when her soul leaves, the death woman spirit that's been becoming her uh, awakens and tries to kill everyone and Geiki has to slap her. And then she comes back and he's like, so like, listen. <laughs> and it's like, they start off as friends. They don't even know each other. She just helped him out. So then he's like, I have to help you out. And then they go on this epic adventure together. And they're like best friends. And I love Ooh. them so much. And I'll stop now because I could I could talk about them a lot. I, I truly do love them. Truly. <laughs> I think of them so fondly. I think that's sweet. It is. But it's time. For the grand reveal. <gasps> the favorite books of the year. <clears throat> favorite books. Would so you like me. to go first? Oh, I go first? Okay. Do you want to? <laughs> I can. I'm going to go off of... I've got like three books here, but they're for different reasons. Um, okay. So the first um, is technically my third placement. So I'm going to go from like third, second, and then first. So, okay. number three is Queen of Air and Darkness by Cassandra Clare, because by finally uh, going back and rereading the first two Dark Artifices books, and then reading that, and like, you know, finally getting that ending, but then just discovering more of Cassandra Clare, and getting absolutely sucked into this entire world now, um, it was great. I think that book had a great ending as well. Absolutely. I look back on it. Because I need happiness sometimes. And it's so nice. Um, <laughs> but I think that one, simply because of the ending, but also because it it just kind of like opened the door to where I am now, which is... I've read nearly all the Cassandra Clare. <laughs> and if I haven't read it, it's on the TBR. So it, I felt like it had to go on there for one of my favorite books. The second one would be Stellar Loon by Shannon Messenger. Because I pre-ordered that, but I pre-ordered that book, like 
months and months and months. Like, when it, like, kind of first went out for pre-order, I was like, why not pre-order it? So, the anticipation for that. What happened? <laughs> I don't know. Oh well, continuing. Whoops. <laughs> but Stella Loon by Shannon Messenger, because I pre-ordered that forever ago, and the anticipation of waiting for it, and then it finally arriving, and seeing the gorgeous cover. I think the cover of Stella Loon is the prettiest cover of the entire series thus far for Keeper of the Lost Cities. Um, I read it so quickly for a book that is like 700 pages, maybe nearly 800. I forget how many pages, but I read that so quickly and it was like, the book was honestly quite light compared to what's happened previously. So it felt very nice to like, there was like a reprieve. So it had to go up there. And then my number one book for the year uh, was absolutely not what I expected at all, but my note, <laughs> I will never be able to get this book out of my mind. I will never not look back on this book with the most fondness. Um, I just, I didn't, I would have never expected this book to be my favorite of the year. And I, that's why I've put it up here because it was just so unexpected. But A Thousand, a thousand Steps Into Night by Tracy Chi. I loved the characters. I loved the story. I, it was just amazing. And I will, I will always look on ba back on that book with the utmost fondness. Um, if you think you should read it, you absolutely should. It is unbelievably amazing. Um, it had me from the first line where it talks about this girl who is like uncommonly or obnoxiously loud or something like that. It had me from the first like few lines and I just, I'm... I wasn't taken aback, but it definitely has to take number one because I remember it so well, so fondly, and there is no way I could have ever predicted this book that I just picked up one day in a little bookshop in in New Hampshire. Would have never expected it to be number one, but here we are. Yeah, that's that's very interesting. <clears throat> so yeah, those are mine. But do tell me yours because I want to know. <laughs> All right, I'll start with my my third place. Um, Legend Born by Tracy Dion, and that stars Brie Matthews, who's who was one of my favorite characters. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Same here. I know. I'm noticing a trend. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hmm, good characters and plot. Who would have thought, right? Um, I love this book. Um, it was... It's one of those books that I I don't know if it's going to be a series or a trilogy or what. Um, but I'm really excited to see the story develop and continue. Um, and like I said, I can't wait to get my hands on that second book. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I would say second place is 
this, this is gonna be weird. Beach Read by Emily Henry. Um, I love, I, I think I've read all of her books this year. Um, and I loved all of them. <laughs> She's just such a good writer and she has such sweet, like, writes about such sweet romances. Um, and Beach Read was just up there for me this year. Um, and then I would say first, <laughs> first place, this is the weird part, is I'm Glad My Mom Died by Jeanette McCurdy, <laughs> which is like an autobiography, you know, she wrote it about her life and what she went through, and it's a sad story, but I could not stop reading it. I, I loved this book. <laughs> like, I don't love that she was abused or um, developed an eating disorder and had to manage that, but I really enjoyed seeing what it was like, um, I guess, like, she was always trying to please her mom, and I felt like I've had to please people in my life, and just how she managed that, and how she destroyed herself and then rebuilt her life, and I really liked this book, which surprised me. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Crazy. I, I like how both of our number one books were kind of, like, unexpected. Like, I wouldn't have yeah. expected this to be your number one. No, me neither. I would have thought, like, Beach Read or... You know, one of one of my romance books would have been. The I know that's one. what I was expecting. Which is, I was like, "Am I okay?" There's been an upset <laughs> here, and Jeanette McCurdy has taken the win. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. It's just been 2022. It's just been an interesting year, hasn't it? Yeah. A year filled with a lot of good books. That we haven't we haven't gotten to mention in this particular episode, but we've mentioned them in the past for sure, and we'll mention them again. I'm sure. Yeah. We had a good year. <laughs> yeah. We hope you did too. Yeah. We want to know uh, how did your reading goals go. We would love to know. Yeah. How'd your reading goals go? Did you read anything fun? Yeah. Favorite book? Worst book? Favorite characters? You can go check out the Instagram to answer those for us. And then yeah, I think it'll be fun for everyone to look at all those too. So thank you for listening to our podcast. Remember to check out our Instagram to see... Just all the fun stuff that comes up at the end of the year, you know, all the questions that come up, I will be posting those on the story that you can answer. So go tell us how you did with your book goals, what your, like, favorite book of the year was, you know, other fun reading facts. And, you know, this is definitely a good time to figure, to go check out the Instagram because the new year's coming up and I'll definitely be asking what your book goals for 2023 are when that time comes. But... As for now, we gotta book it. <laughs>